Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world. And like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep, we are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. When someone says the term female hormones, what's the first thing that comes to mind? If you're like most women, you probably think your menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. While it's true that our hormones regulate our monthly cycles, they do so much more than that. And a lot of the questions that were asked frequently over here at Mixers is, do my hormones affect my sex drive? We're going to talk all about that today. It turns out our hormones, including estrogen, progesterone, and even testosterone, ladies, are pretty dedicated workhorses with a lot of different duties, including regulated sexual desire. If you think about how many hats we wear every day. Mm -hmm. It's no surprise that our hormones are also exceptional multitaskers. To get to know our incredible bodies a little better, here's how sex hormones affect more than just our periods. But before we go into that, we're going to do a Tell Us Tuesday, and this one is so cute. It's favorite things your significant other does that make you fall in love all over again. We're going to get into some fun conversations about love really quickly as we set off on the month of February. Cody, what are some favorite things that your significant other does? Mm, He listens to me. Oh, I love Mm -hmm. it. I love it. Good listener. Okay. Someone wrote, leave sweet notes in unexpected places for me to find them. Cute. That's sweet. I love this. Leaves me alone, LOL. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes we do just need alone time. Yes. She wrote, cleans the whole bathroom. It's my least favorite thing to do. That's cute. Yes, my husband is good at that too, I have to say. Anytime he's doing those dishes or he's cleaning the toilet or the bathtub, I'm like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pregnant, and when he gets home from work, he kisses my belly and talks to baby girl every single day. Sweet. That's cute. Kisses my forehead every single morning when we wake up. That's cute, except for I am so weird. I cannot stand morning breath. (laughs) I am. Well, forehead's better than your mouth, though. No, 100%. But I'm like this weird, like I can't stand my kid's morning breath, my morning breath, my husband's morning breath. But I'll make out all day long if we've both just got got up out of bed, brushed our teeth. And then anyway, so maybe I'm super late. Necessary. Yes. Okay. Um. Someone said that um, <laughs> it makes me laugh. My husband constantly acts like a horny teenager. He's trying to constantly cup a fill, checking me out. It actually <laughs> makes me feel super sexy. That's fun. That That's is cute. Like, it's kind of, you know, takes you back to those beginning phases of like when you're falling in love. And so good for him for keeping yeah. that going. Yeah. Um, I love that he includes me in his favorite things to do, even though I'm not good at all of his hobby. Good at all of his hobbies. That's cute. I don't think guys care if you're good at their hobbies. Mm-mm. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, maybe this is silly, but it's so cute to me. My husband, every morning when he wakes up, the first thing he does is puts back on his wedding ring. That's cute. Nice. So he keeps it on his nightstand right there. It's so yeah. cute. Or I don't know, maybe it's by a sink, but that's cute. But he just, yeah. like, I think it's cute that she's noticed that's a priority to yeah, him. Yeah, it's just a symbol of his commitment to her, and there's mm-hmm. nothing sexier than that. Do you sleep with your wedding ring off? Uh, yeah. 
I keep all my jewelry on and people think I'm crazy. I kind of feel claustrophobic if I do that. I mean, there's times that I I forget to or whatever, or mm-hmm. if I've eaten a lot of salty foods and I can't get my wedding ring off, then sometimes I sleep with it on. But I am a take all my jewelry off every mm-hmm. single night before I go to bed or I feel too claustrophobic. I love it. Well, last one. There were there were so many really, really sweet submissions, and I love reading about mm-hmm. love. So I'm happy that so many of you feel well taken care of in your lives. But this one's really cute and hits close to home. He takes care of my kids, notices when I needed a break, and is more than willing to help give me one. I think that's great. I think there's something so important about just great teamwork in marriage. And um, yeah, I'm glad that so yeah. many of you feel like loved and in just life. These little things that make such mm-hmm. a difference. So good job, guys. Yep. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S. Let's pop into the episode. Awesome. Okay. So as Jess just talked about, we are going to talk about how hormones affect our sex drive, right? Because we understand that whether we are feeling frisky or not is really going to depend on how healthy our hormones are and how balanced our hormones are. Now, we're not going to talk about every single sex hormone that's in our body. We're going to just talk a little quickly about, because we talk about them all the time, the three main sex hormones that have an influence on our sex drive. Obviously that's going to be estrogen and progesterone. But I think one of the things that just kind of hinted at is testosterone is probably the major um, hormone for this. It's Mm -hmm. so important for women to have optimal amounts of testosterone in order to have a healthy sex drive. Mm -hmm. It's part of it. I know we get a little nervous about having testosterone, you know, floating around there, but believe me, girls, we have such a small amount compared to men. So it's not going to, we're not going to become men if we're, you have a healthy level of testosterone. It's something that we definitely need. And having that healthy level is going to make all the difference on how you feel. Um, especially, you know, in the love area of your life for Mm -hmm. sure. So let's go into though. One of the things I think that would be really fun and kind of, you know, talk about today is talk about, is it normal for you to always feel like you're ready to get it on? No. Thank you. You just quickly answered that We do not live Hollywood movie lives. No. There's normal life. We have certain days that are high stress, a lot going on. We're just trying to survive the day. And it's okay that on those days, Mm -hmm. you're not in the mood for sex. Yeah. It's normal life. There's other days where, sure, you're Mm -hmm. able to wrap your head around a fun little random, you know, 20 minutes and you have some time to even think about sex and it sounds fun in the middle of the random afternoon. You have other days where you still have energy at night and you're excited to have sex at night before bed, but it is normal to have ebbs and flows all month long and not, we're not all like Mm -mm. Hollywood actresses that have to just like in the movies, we talk about this all the time. We're like in the movies, it's always like, (laughs) they're always ready for sex and they're always just like rolling over in bed and passing right out. And they're just, yeah. And and it's always a moaning and dramatic moment, right? For women. And that's going to fluctuate too. And as you could guess it, it definitely has 
what has a huge effect on it is our hormone levels. Mm -hmm. And as you girls know, because you girls are all becoming hormone experts as you listen to these episodes of the It's Her Time podcast, that our hormones fluctuate throughout the month. We don't just stay steady like guys do. Most guys just stay pretty steady. They just have like a 24-hour cycle. And women have a monthly cycle. And there's definitely going to be ebbs and flows like Jess just said. So one of the things I feel like we can talk about is when you're going to most likely feel a little bit more, have more sexual desire, a little higher libido is most naturally going to be the time of the month when your body is most fertile, which just makes sense because this is just how we're designed, right? Mm -hmm. We're designed to help kind of populate and replenish this earth, right? And so that's just a natural thing. So there are definitely going to be a little bit more, you know, like energy kind of going behind trying to create those moments with your significant other when it's right around the ovulation time. But before I even talk about that, I think it's funny and fun to talk about, not funny, but it's interesting to talk about like when and how and what types of sex you could have during different phases of your month, because I feel like this is something that um, is kind of fun to talk to your partner about. And if they understand kind of what these different times of the month can, how they can have an effect on you, it's kind of fun. It kind of switches things up maybe on your approach to having sex, right? Mm -hmm. So as you girls know, there's four different phases of our monthly cycle. The first phase is our follicular phase. This is right after we've just ended our menstrual bleed, right? This is the time of the month where um, our hormone levels are really low. They're probably at their lowest and they're just starting to climb. And so you'll notice signs of that, that the symptoms that your body will be feeling at this time is that you're still a little lower in energy and you're going to also notice that there's less lubrication, okay? There's less cervical mucus happening down there. So sex is usually something that um, is going to be a little less comfortable for you. So during this phase of your month, it's a good idea to just really focus on a lot of foreplay beforehand because you're going to need time to build. All right. Also, the other thing is, is that it's okay to get a little bit of help. So using a natural, all natural lube Mm -hmm. is going to also make a huge difference for you. Coconu, Mm -hmm. C-O-C-O-N-U or Mm -hmm. Lola are both brands that um, we love are fantastic. Yeah, because we want you to, if you're going to put anything on or in your body, we want to make sure that it's supporting your hormonal health and not giving you extra toxins to deal with. So, so that's awesome. Now, the time of the month to have those like hot and heavy quickies, that's going to be that time of the month when you are most fertile, which is during your ovulatory phase. Okay. So if you just like need a quick, like lunch break, get together, that's the time of the month that your body's actually going to work with you during that. And so go for it, have those fun little quickies and don't make it feel like every time that you and your partner have an intimate moment, that it needs to be this big drawn out hour long. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. All right. And then as you guess it, as we go into our luteal phase, we're still kind of able to have those little, you know, hot and heavy quickies, but then you're going to want to also then start kind of slowing down things down again as you get closer to your menstrual cycle. So anyways, I just think that's fun information. I know that when my husband and I kind of talked about that, we kind of understood what, how to approach things and it increased the um, enjoyment for both of us. Oh yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cody, I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, just cause I think this is fun to talk about when you were pregnant. Did you have a high sex drive? <laughs> I actually, in talking to my friends, I think that I have a higher than normal sex drive anyways, but mm-hmm. I will admit that when I was wow, pregnant, going, wow, yay, wow, wow, Cody. that's me. I totally, I mean, and that's, that's, that's awesome. I'm happy for that. But, mm-hmm. um, but 
one of the things when I was pregnant is I, I've had two pregnancies and both times I was extremely sick. Yes, <laughs> I had that morning sickness through the entire <sighs> month. I mean, the entire pregnancy mm-hmm. through the all nine months, mm-hmm. 10 months really. But yeah. And it was, that had a huge effect. You know, you just talked about how morning breath affects you. It was the smell of toothpaste to me. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel so bad for my husband because he was so sweet about it, but it would be like any little thing he's trying to, you know, be fresh and ready. And I'm just like, you know, and so how I'm sure that wasn't attractive teeth? to how him. How dare you either. put on deodorant? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I sure did still make the effort, but I definitely during that phase of my life didn't feel as ready to go. Plus I was huge. I had two 10 pound babies. And so mm-hmm. if you can imagine, like I was not one of those cute little pregnant girls. Neither was I. No, I, it was, it was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. It was a little awkward to have yeah. sex during that time. Yeah. I, I relate to you too, but it's just funny to talk about because I have some friends that are the opposite. Yeah. Sex or like sex during their pregnancy is like their favorite it's thing the ever. Best. Yeah. So anyway, that was it. Yeah. So Cody, what are some of the causes of sexual dysfunction? Because I think that like we mentioned, like um, sometimes there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. around um, a woman's libido. Yeah. Like it can be so frustrating in a relationship for a woman to be like, I'm really not in the mood or she can put personal pressure on herself being like, why am I really not mm-hmm. ever in the mood for sex? Or like, it takes me forever to get in the mood for sex or something like that. And it can be a little frustrating mm-hmm. personally and on a relationship. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the causes of that sexual dysfunction? Yeah. Well, obviously my first answer is going to be always it's hormonal imbalance. That's the, that's the cause of of sexual dysfunction, but let's go deeper than that. Like like what's causing that hormonal imbalance. So most of the time it's nutrient deficiency. So Mm -hmm. if you're not getting the right nutrients that your body needs, then your body's not going to be able to produce optimal levels of these three main sex hormones that are closely connected to your sex drive. So that's super important. You want to make sure you're looking at how you're eating, not just getting in the right nutrients, but also balancing your blood sugar um, when we have like huge blood sugar f- fluctuations, that directly um, affects our body's ability to um, fill in the mood or not. So that's so important. And so I usually talk to women that are experiencing low sex drive to focus on that area of their life um, before they even try anything else. The other thing is, is that we are stressed and stress mm-hmm. kills the mood faster than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when our body is high in stress hormones, cortisol, right? insulin, all of that. It's an adrenaline, all that. It's, it's going to kill our sex hormones. It's like, it totally makes our sex hormones crash. So I know it's impossible to completely like remove stress from your life, but when you're stressed about not having a sex drive, you're actually making it worse. More stress, right? You're stressed about being stressed. (laughs) Right. That's fun. (laughs) So this is where sometimes your significant other can kind of step in a little bit and, and be aware of this and help to reduce that stress. Well, that's Cody. That's exactly what we were talking about. And those cute things that significant others can do relieve a lot of those things were men relieving or, you know, partners relieving stress from their life. So helping with the kids cleaning up without being asked, doing the dishes, um, running a random carpool to help out. Yes. And so for women, (laughs) I'm dying. You guys can see Cody's face. It's sexy. Yeah. But it's like that relieving of stress for women Mm -hmm. 
is then what is rewarding for the partner. What do you know? For the one dude that's listening to our podcast, just know (laughs) that's your ticket. First of all, write us a comment because I want to know who you are. That one dude. Um, Yeah. It's if you want more sex in your life, support your woman and take some of things off of her plate. It's going to make a big difference. But girls, we can take matters into our own hands too. We can make sure we're taking good care of ourselves. We're giving ourselves downtime. We're doing the things that like relieve stress. That doesn't always have to be like getting a massage or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just taking some downtime to rest and to give your body those safety signals that all is well. It's not an emergency 24 seven. So doing those things is going to definitely help to reduce sexual dysfunction. Okay. But what I want you girls to understand though, is if you are constantly feeling, um, kind of low libido, low sex drive, or if you're not able to like, um, orgasm ever, or Mm -hmm. there's even with lots of stimulation, like that's a big sign right there. If there's ever pain during intercourse, Mm -hmm. um, or any kind of vaginal contact or stimulation, right. Or if there's like, you have a hard time like achieving arousal, but then especially if you have a hard time, like maintaining it, these are all symptoms that are showing that there is some sexual dysfunction, which means most likely that your testosterone, your estrogen and your progesterone are deficient, Mm -hmm. which again is probably connected to your insulin and your cortisol levels. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's some things that you can do. And the the things I mentioned earlier, those are like the best little natural lifestyle kind of strategies to help with that. Yeah. And I think something that's really empowering for women to know, because you mentioned like low estrogen, low progesterone, low testosterone. Mm -hmm. So if a woman's listening to this and is like, wait, I think this is me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this. How do I get help? Now's the time for you to look for some testing. Mm-hmm. You can do some blood work, have a doctor or a physician help you um, look at those results. You can implement Mixer's products for some natural treatments. We always are going to recommend mm-hmm. the natural therapies. Um, but yes, work closely with a hormone therapist and bring those levels up and you'll feel the benefits. Mm-hmm. So um, seek some help from a professional. Yeah. And there's... not like that information is so awesome to know. And then you can also feel like, oh my gosh, the guilt of me not having libido is gone because obviously since I have no testosterone. Yeah, no wonder. Or, you know, it's like, it's um, it's freeing to have the knowledge. It is. That proof right in front of your eyes can give you a big sense of relief and know that, it, okay, there is a big reason for this. And now I'm going to take the actions, you know, action steps that I need to in order to help my body to be able to function more optimally and to feel like ready to go. So Yeah. Yeah. That. So for those of us who prefer Mother Nature's remedies for our female problems, which, which is, is us, <laughs> we do have natural supplements in her love and her time that can really help to um, provide the nourishment and provide the mm-hmm. answers also that you're getting from doctors and things like that. If you implement these supplements into your daily life, you can feel the benefits um, of A, a higher sex drive, mm-hmm. and B, balanced hormones. Yes. But on... And so, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it just will support healthy hormone levels. Yeah, for sure. And so if you're wondering which um, supplements we would recommend the most, if you're struggling with anything that we've talked about today, we would first recommend Her Time Daily. So Mm -hmm. important. That's going to help support your adrenal glands. It's going to help your stress system. It's also going to help support healthy levels of um, progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone. 
But the other one that we have that gives you that a little extra support, and it's like the best thing ever. We have so many amazing testimonials of women who started using our product her love, okay? Mm-hmm. Her love, if you take it consistently, is going to help your body to be able to not only feel in the mood to have sex, but it's also going to help you to enjoy it, which is amazing. And that's what we love to hear when we hear back from you girls about your experiences and and all the success stories that have come from using these two products on a regular basis. Exactly. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We love these conversations. Everyone have a great day and tune into It's Her Time every single week for a new episode. 